This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. News time right now, 818. You're tuned to WGNS, and this morning we're going to be talking with Aaron and Emily Cox, who recently helped prepare, was it 50,000 meals or in the process of? How, how many was it you prepared? Good morning. Um, actually, our goal was 50,000 meals, and we needed 100 volunteers. So we reached out to um, local rotary clubs, churches, schools, a lot of different organizations and just asked them to come help us reach this goal. And we had an overwhelming response from our community. Uh, We actually ended up with over 200 volunteers of all ages. We had kids as young as five and um, just an amazing, an amazing turnout. It was such an amazing event. And we ended up packing 51,072 meals (laughs) in under two hours. So it was just fantastic. That's pretty cool. So Emily, what what got y'all involved in this idea and who do the meals actually go to? Yeah. um, So my husband and I have, uh, well, I grew up in Murfreesboro. So we uh, went to school at MTSU. We moved away for a little bit, decided this was the community we wanted to raise our kids in. And we moved back. And um, just recently, we started looking into a way that we could give back to our community, um, but also be able to kind of work together. And we came across Meals of Hope. It's this awesome nonprofit organization. It's based in Florida. And um, we're the Tennessee Packing Partners. So we work with Meals of Hope to pack meals. And um, they go, well, we ask that people, you know, sponsor these meal packing events. And so they actually get to choose where the meals go. And for us, we donated our meals to Second Harvest Food Bank of Middle Tennessee. And they work with over 450 partners. They service uh, 46 counties in Tennessee. And, um, but like people, people can donate the meals to food banks or um, we're even we're talking to a school in Nashville right now the family resource uh, officer there was asking if they would be able to do a meal packing event and keep the meals to put into their kids backpack programs so we're like absolutely that would be amazing you know they're your meals so we ask that people that sponsor the meal packing events just consider where they feel the need is and there is a huge need all over middle Tennessee for sure have you had the opportunity to actually go out and and you know help feed some of those who are homeless or less fortunate it it is a really neat uh opportunity when you get to go and um give back to the community and go to some of these food banks and uh, see what it is that happens and how these who, who these people are that are coming into food banks um you know hunger in america is a lot more prevalent than people think so when you're when you're there, you know, saying it's people that are working, you know, people that come in in their uniforms or whatever, and they're and you know you get to treat them as if they're shoppers, you know. So that's that's really awesome. But we had um, an experience where you know we were just giving back, and um, this mom came in with her kids. Her her little her child um, was maybe about seven, and then she had a child in a stroller. And she she came in and she was just loading food up, putting some in her stroller, you know, un- underneath uh, the baby, and was just filling, you know, shopping. And um, then she gave this seven-year-old child um, some food, and he his eyes just lit up like it was Christmas morning, you know. And, and that was, you know, that that touched us, you know, because we we have three children and. They, you know, it, 
seeing a child just react in that way to getting food, which should be so normal, right? But that that really made an impact on us, and it's neat to see, you know, boots on the ground that how 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 the food gets distributed. Yeah. You know, here in Rutherford County, for example, it's interesting and sad at the same time to see how many students are considered homeless, you know, living from house to house, you know, one week they stay with one family, next week another. But there are a lot of children who are considered homeless who don't have regular meals every single day, especially those who live in some of the motels in our area. Um, it's just, it's, it's really overwhelming when you look at the numbers. Yeah, definitely. Um, we were surprised to learn that one in six children in Tennessee face hunger every day. So just thinking about that, I mean, we have three kids and, you know, just not being able to provide for them a really basic necessity like a home or food. And we are so we're so fortunate in our country and there's, you know, so much going on in the world right now. But there are people, you know, listening to this broadcast right now in Middle Tennessee that don't know how they're going to feed their family tonight. So there's a lot, you know, going on, but we wanted to really focus on this community and on what we could do to help people that are our neighbors that are in need. And um, I, I, I was surprised to learn that in Rutherford County, the free and reduced meals um, program, which people can sign up for that. I didn't know, you know, what the qualifications were. So I looked into it just like, for example, our family, um, my husband and I and our three kids, a family of five, you can qualify for the free and reduced meal program if you are making um, around 42,000 a year. So that can be one, you know, breadwinner working full time at $23 an hour. And a lot of people think like, oh, just, you know, get a job, get a job working minimum wage. You can't, you can't, survive on minimum wage you know you really need sometimes you need help and there are families that they're living paycheck to paycheck and the things that send them you know to needing help from a food bank is that they have a sick child for a week or you know during COVID even school shutdowns things like that that were unavoidable like they had to stay home with their kids but that takes away from their income so there's just a lot, a lot of need, but our goal this year is to pack a million meals and we've already gotten to where, well, we have over 70,000 packed. We've had a couple of events besides the one we had, you know, a few weeks ago. So we're on our way and we're just really excited to be able to give back to our community and work with the awesome people of Middle Tennessee to help this problem. Again, with us this morning, Aaron and Emily Cox. Uh, again, your goal is to put together well over, you know, what you've already done, but up to a million meals this year for those who are less fortunate in our area. Um, you know, it's always, and, and people on the outside who don't realize there's so many children who go hungry, there's also so many cases of neglect out there where, let's say, uh, drug addiction or alcohol addiction takes over you still have a parent who's working but yet all of their money is going to feed that addiction and then the children who are in the household there's no food for them in the house and the only time they actually eat is when they are in school but there are a lot of situations like that in neighborhoods where people would not expect it but yet there are children in these neighborhoods who are going hungry yeah and uh, meals of hope um, we have a backpack program as well so um you know and, and the backpack program you know 
at one point I thought that it was giving backpacks to kids. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know what it was um, before we really researched into hunger and everything. But um, it's actually uh, schools will fill kids' backpacks with food. And because a lot of kids do only eat at school, so um, the on the weekends they'll they'll try to give that child enough food to last the weekend. So that that's a huge program, a great program that schools do. Um, but you know, a, a lot of times uh, people will know that when the kids get home, that food's not just going to the child; it's going to the whole family because they you know the circumstances of different households and everything so that's a very common thing for the kids to eat it all on the bus home or different things like that so you know what i like about our meals is that you mentioned people living in um, uh, the motels so all you have to do is boil water so if you have a hot pot you can make our meals and you just uh, boil some water pour it in it cooks and you're good it's also fortified with uh, vitamins and minerals as well 21 vitamins and minerals and uh, three of them have protein as well which this demographic is usually uh, deficient in so um, really trying to nourish them as well as feed them so uh, you know if you have hot pot you can make it Um, and it's it's a really neat you know, some of the schools around here are wanting to get our meals into the backpack program, which I think would be awesome because it can just feed more people. Yeah. Now, Emily, I, I know you brought up that price range of, you know, or the income range, 42000 which to some out there who don't have kids, that may sound like a decent amount of money. But when you factor in the cost of living, the cost of food, the cost of feeding two, three kids, it that money really goes away quickly uh and then here in rutherford county the cost of a house has gone way up which means the cost of rent has gone up as well making it very expensive to live in this area Uh, and that really has put a hardship on a lot of people Definitely. I mean, even just the cost of gas. I mean, we're all seeing that increase and that in a daily budget can, you know, really make or break whether someone they're choosing, do I put gas in my car so I can get to my job or do I buy food to put on the table? That's a choice that I feel like no no person should ever have to make, you know, like I always want to be able to feed my kids and I don't want to have to ever choose between doing that and, you know, something else. So another problem, too, that um, some people are not aware of, I wasn't aware of, that there's a lot of um, problem, too, with elderly hunger as well. And a lot of people that, you know, they retire and they have a fixed income and they're pretty, you know, set. But anything like rising gas prices or rise in rent can affect that as well. And uh, PBS actually did a study or a, a series recently called Hunger Behind the Gated Communities. And it was just so eye opening. There are these people that, you know, you look at the house that they are living in and you would never know that those people are actually hungry because they get in you know to those kind of situations and they have this high mortgage and they can't always afford to buy food so there's a lot of different uh, demographics to hunger and hunger doesn't have you know people have an idea in their mind of the kind of people that are living and are hungry and it's just it's not it's not like that it can be anyone i'm thankful that you know i'm not in need of going to a food bank but there are lots of reasons why people need you know extra assistance and need help you know in this day and age things can change overnight you brought up 
the the whole mortgage thing. Uh, whenever COVID first hit, you had some families who they were, you know, mom and dad were both bringing in an income. Then all of a sudden, one lost their job, so their paychecks combined go from a hundred thousand to forty thousand or fifty thousand only, and then you've got a real hardship there. Speaking of hardships, the mortgage cost alone could be two thousand to twenty four hundred a month in some cases. Then you have you know, payments for cars, you've got insurance, all of this stuff combined could quickly equal not being able to afford the necessities like food, like electricity, like water. I mean, things can happen very quickly. Yeah, definitely. And we've seen um, Meals of Hope, we operate 15 mobile food pantries. In addition to these um, meal packing events that we have, something kind of unique about Meals of Hope is that we try to tackle hunger from a lot of different angles. So um, at a meal packing event, what we what we do is we take bulk ingredients. So a few weeks ago, our uh, meal packing event, that was kind of our grand opening to the area. We packed our fortified macaroni and cheese. And part of the reason we chose that meal is because, um, you know, our we've been saying for a long time that child hunger is really what struck us with our three kids. And we tested the meals and they're all delicious, but the macaroni and cheese was by far our kids' favorite. And you don't think of macaroni and cheese as being, you know, the most healthy, but it has, ours is fortified with, you know, vitamins and minerals as well as protein. And so it's just a really straightforward process for a meal packing event. We take, um, you know, bulk ingredients. We have large buckets of noodles, large buckets of soy. Um, We have people sanitize their hands and wear hair nets and we just teach them the process um, of how to pack these meals and Meals of Hope has actually been certified by the American Institute of Baking for our process which is really important because um, the Feeding America um, organization that a lot of food banks are a part of including Second Harvest Food Bank of Middle Tennessee they have to um, accept food from AIB certified places. And that's just, you know, to make sure the food is safe and that it's being handled properly and you're not getting you know, pests or anything like that. So we pack the ingredients, we seal the bags, um, we put a lot number and an expiration date. And something really cool about our meals is that most of them are shelf stable for up to two years. So a lot of people, you know, if you're familiar with food banks and how they work, a lot of people might know like, oh yeah, you can, you know, donate food drives and, or you can, they pick up food from grocery stores. Um, a lot of times that's true. That food often is short dated, which means it's you know going out of date soon. And so what's great about our meals is that they can stay on the shelf. You know, they can stay in a warehouse. And I spoke with um, the CEO of a local food bank recently, and she was just telling me like, this is kind of our a high season um, coming out of Thanksgiving and Christmas as far as how full the warehouses. And she said, you know, come summer, like we're going to need more shelf staple things that we can keep on hand that are not about to go out of date so that we can give food and give nourishment to these families that need it. Again, with us this morning, Aaron and Emily Cox. And most recently, you held a food packing event at World Outreach in Murfreesboro. Uh, We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to learn more about that and also where this food comes from that you get in order to pack and you put together and then how others out there listening can actually get involved. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back. You're listening to WGNS. Time right now, 833. And if you have any questions this morning, feel free to text us those questions, 615-893-1450. Time again, 833. 
Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. We're a pretty well-rounded music store. We have every guitar, keyboard, drum that you might be looking for. Parts are available, strings, accessories. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings and drums. It's all here, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're your hometown music store. Music World and Drummer's Den. 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high in the upper 60s. Tonight, chance for rain and storms, cloudy, low near 45. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 56. I'm Storm 5 meteorologist Bree Smith. You want to hear what my favorite weather sounds like? Take a listen. Calm. But calm doesn't always happen in Murfreesboro, does it? As far as the Rutherford County storm is concerned, yes, rotation, a significant threat. We both know Murfreesboro and Rutherford County have seen more than their fair share of severe weather. If you are in Rutherford County, you just stay in that most interior room until we can give you the all clear. So when storms roll in, I want you to be ready to feel safe. Everybody there, you stay with us, you stay in your safe spot, we'll let you know when you can come out. Let the Storm 5 weather team protect you and your family, neighborhood by neighborhood. You are informed and you are prepared. You are in a good place to handle anything that comes your way. Murfreesboro, you're always on our radar. Good morning, interstate traffic still moving. It's just busy right now on 24 as you head up towards Nashville with this weather moving through Middle Tennessee right now. Please give yourself extra travel time out here. It's going to rain pretty hard in some areas. Standing water already on some of the main and secondary arteries, especially as you get closer to the Nashville area. PensacolaBeach.com has everything you need to book your next getaway. Log on to PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us, and that's our freedom and the right to live in this country, and we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.37. You're tuned to WGNS again on this Friday morning, today the 18th of March. And this morning we're talking about preparing meals for those in need, meals of hope. And our guests today, Aaron and Emily Cox. And you recently held this uh, meal packing event at World Outreach. Goal was 50,000 meals, but you actually prepared a little over 51,000, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, It was really amazing to just see the sense of community. Um, People came out and we had 
well, first of all, we had people of all ages. We took all three of our kids. We have a six-year-old, an almost four-year-old, and a baby who's turning one next week. And they were all there, obviously. The baby didn't help a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> the two older ones were able to help, um, you know, carry things around and put stickers on uh, the meal bags after they were sealed. And it's just a really cool thing for families to be able to do together. A lot of, I mean, there's an, a ton of ways that you can volunteer in our community. And there's a lot of amazing nonprofit organizations that you can give your time to. But a lot of them require, have an age requirement. You know, they have reasons why you have to be 16 or you have to be 18. Or some of them, you know, if you're like building a house or you're doing service projects, you know, you have to be a certain physical capability and our events are just anybody can do it anybody can participate and we had families we've had families before where there were three generations packing together you know we've got the grandparents we've got the parents and the kids all together all doing this thing that you know is helping the community but it also helps us i mean we really feel like volunteering and giving back to people is a really important thing for us to do and we see just For us personally, it comes from, you know, like our Christian worldview. We feel like Jesus calls us to be the hands and feet and he calls us to, you know, love people and be there for people. And we want to fill a practical need too. You know, we don't want to just say, oh, God bless you and then leave. Um, I heard someone recently saying that we say amen at the end of every prayer, but we also need to have action, you know, to that too. So for us, that's where our, you know, kind of drive comes from is just this belief that, all people have value and that people need help sometimes. And if it's in your power to help and whether that's, um, you know, we have the opportunity for some people to potentially sponsor a meal packing event. And that's, we just ask them to cover the cost of the food. So our meals are, um, again, they're, they're nutritious, they're fortified with vitamins and minerals, but they only cost about 30 cents a meal. And part of the, you know, keeping the cost low, we, buy our ingredients um, in super bulk quantities. Uh, These huge boxes of macaroni. I'd never seen a box of macaroni as big until we had our (laughs) event, you know, a couple weeks ago, just gigantic, has to fit through two double doors. So, um, and then also, of course, all the volunteers, you know, they're keeping the cost low because what you would normally have to pay someone to do, these people are giving out of their time. So whether you have, you know, the resources to host your own packing event and to, you know, support that cause financially, or if you're giving out of your time, you know, both things are valuable and anybody can give their time. You know, it doesn't matter what your status is. You can, you can spare two hours. Our events are usually two hours. Um, ours was on a Saturday morning. It was just, you know, it's, it's easy to give that amount of time and you make such a huge impact. Uh, we packed those 51,000 meals and I mean, that is, that's awesome. And we exceeded our goal, but just to like, bring it into perspective, those meals have already been distributed. They're probably already long gone. So the need is still great. And um, I spoke to someone who runs a local food bank recently, and she said, I work hard every day so that someday I hope I never have a job. And I, just that idea of like, that's what we want to do. I mean, we, that's, we would love that. We would love if we can work so hard to feed people that we help people get to the point where we are no longer needed. <laughs> that would be amazing. So um, that's really important to us. Yeah, the, the need in Tennessee is just unbelievable. We, we didn't know how great it was. So there are over 900,000 Tennesseans that are food insecure. And when you really just add in simple math to that, that is a lot of food that needs that needs to get 
distributed to these people. I mean, you know, even if they're just, you know, a couple meals a week, that's a lot of food for 900,000 people. And I would guess the number is probably a little higher than that because there are, you know, some folks out there who, you know, they're not going to report what their income is. They're not going to report. I mean, there's just a lot of unknowns out there. So I would guess the number is probably even higher than that. Uh, for folks listening, you can text us any questions, 615-893-1450. One question uh, that we have here is, will this happen again at World Outreach, or are there other locations where we can volunteer? Oh, that's an awesome question. So at this time, we don't have another one of these um, large meal packing events in the works. We've talked about how to do that, but at this point, the way that people can really get involved is to just email us. Our email is aecox at mealsofhope.org. And we would love to talk to anyone about potentially hosting their own events. So we can help people um, host any size event. And um, people do it sometimes as like a office team building event. They'll have 12 people pack, pack meals. And you'll be just surprised. Usually about 10 people can pack 5,000 meals um, in, a, in two hours. So it can be a really big impact. Um, and then we would also love to talk to anyone who wants to have a larger event. There's a Meals of Hope event in Philadelphia every year where they pack a million meals. And wouldn't that be so cool? I mean, our goal this year is to pack a million meals across all of our meal packing events. But we would love to talk to anyone about, you know, hosting their own event of any size. And um, if we have another event where we need volunteers, we'll definitely open that up to the community again. And um, we had just an overwhelming response two weeks ago. We needed 100 volunteers. Maybe a week out, we were a little bit like, oh, are we going to get enough volunteers? And then we ended up with over 200. And, you know, it's just amazing to see the energy in the room is just so fun and exciting. People are dancing. We, you know, we had this awesome playlist that we came up with. We were trying to appease, you know, all generations that might be there. So we, you know, throw in some you know, Disney songs and throw in some songs from our era and throw in some, you know, oldies. And it's just, it's just a fun, really awesome way that people can give back. And, um, just, yeah, they're just awesome events. Yeah, we had people dancing. I mean, it, it was great. It was a good time. Um, and you know, uh, if you have a, a lot of volunteers and you need help fundraising, so our meals are around 30 cents a meal. Um, we, we have strategies to help you with that. Um, if you have the money but don't need volunteers or don't have volunteers, we can help you with that as well. We have some good ideas on how to um, get volunteers. So, yeah, we, we're here to help. We want to feed some people. Yeah, one of our um, goals would be we love the idea of bringing uh, different communities together to work together. So we actually had an event um, at... Um, an assisted living facility and they brought in some high school students and so they were you know working together getting those generations together so we can bring uh, there might be a company that has money set aside you know for their corporate social responsibility or something like that but if it's small and they don't have volunteers then we can team up with a school and we can bring in those students and again any age can help but we've had events that were primarily run by eight by eight-year-olds that you know they handled most of the packing and everything so there's really an opportunity for anybody to help. Another question here. You mentioned macaroni and cheese as one of the items and also protein. What types of meat are actually in the meals and how do you keep them fresh? That's a great question. So all of our uh, meals are dry, dry packs. So we actually use soy protein. Uh, so we do a big old scoop of soy protein in there. And it's just, it kind of has a, at when, after you cook it, 
it almost has like a ground beef sort of a texture. That's so that, kind of that goes into the macaroni, I guess. Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So, um, it, so imagine you're on the line, um, packing these meals. Uh, fun environment. We have some music going. Everybody's, you know, it's kind of slow at first because everybody's getting. To, but then once you get going, uh, everybody knows their job. They know what they're doing. Uh, they get really good at scooping that soy protein or whatever so um so yeah we'll hold the bag under the funnel um somebody will put in the cheese um pouch and then a big scoop of soy protein then a big scoop of macaroni then we weigh it make sure that it's um for calorie count and all of that we weigh it and take add or subtract whatever we need and then we seal it up and then we package it in um we'll get a sticker on it with a lot number uh, expiration date, etc., and then we uh, put it in a box and ready to go out to the uh, the food bank. So um, it's a really fun environment. Um, so the cheese sauce, the, it's like a powder. That's where the vitamins and minerals um, are. It, so they're in the cheese sauce, and then the soy protein. So another question here: Does each meal feed one person or more? Yeah, that's a great question. So in our meal bags, there are six to eight servings. So when we um, tested them, you know, kind of try to figure out if we really thought these were something that we wanted to help produce, um, we tested out, we made a full bag of macaroni and cheese and that fed our family of five. We all ate, um, including the baby, she loves to eat. So um, yeah, six to eight servings are in one of the bags. And then the meal cost we're talking about is for one of those servings. So a bag is, you know, around a dollar eighty. So uh, one bag can feed, you know, six to eight people. Again, with us today, Aaron and Emily Cox, and we're talking about meals that are prepared for those who are in need. The meals are distributed to area food banks, and then, I guess, handed out to those who are in need throughout Middle Tennessee and beyond. Um, but I guess, tell us some more about some of the some of the stories that you have run across thus far, some of the people you've interacted with and what was their background as far as those who are receiving the meals yeah um we actually we run meals of hope also runs 15 mobile food pantries so something kind of cool about our organization is that when you sponsor a meal packing event you're packing those meals but you're also supporting um several other outreaches and meals of hope is a really awesome uh nonprofit because 96 percent of our what is given to us goes to what we say our you know our cause is and a lot of nonprofits you know aren't quite that high but it's just it's really cool excuse me it's just really cool to see um how it's helping people but at a mobile food pantry one day we were setting up and this woman walked up with two little kids she's kind of walking by looking you know giving us kind of a funny look and she finally said you know what is this and we said it's a mobile food pantry and anybody that needs food can come and get food from us no questions asked and uh, she just welled up with tears and she said my husband uh, left us and he took all of our money out of our bank account and I didn't know how I was going to feed my kids today. And just seeing those kinds of stories as a mom with three little kids, you know, it just my heart goes out to people like that and you just want to be able to help them. And that that story, that is not a one-time story. Those kinds of things happen at food banks every day all across our country. And there are so many stories similar to that where, you know, you also have factors that include domestic violence where somebody's being abused in the house you've got like i said earlier the addiction issue 
there are so many things that can lead to children not being fed to to you know the parents not eating there's just so many different problems out there as a whole it's really sad it is yeah but we really feel strongly that we can help and it's one of those things you know you don't want to get too bogged down in the problem because you want to remember that there's hope and people listening right now can help they can volunteer their time they can sponsor a meal packing event you know email us with any even ideas you have we're open to any ideas like we've talked about you know how could we get different communities involved how could we get you know different groups to work together we feel like this is something that every human should care about we don't think this is something that applies to you know one religion or one walk of life we think every human should care that they have neighbors that are hungry and they should want to help them again if anybody listening wants to get involved what do they need to do you said email yeah, that's the um, best way to get in touch with us. So our email address is aecox, that's A-E-C-O-X, at mealsofhope.org. And there's also um, a really great article on WGNS.com about our meal packing event a few weeks ago. So if you're listening on WGNS website, you can probably find that as well. And, and of course, we'll put this show in podcast form as well online, and we'll put all that information with it as well as the contact info. Uh, but definitely thank you for joining us keep us up to date on everything going on and uh, once more as we close i i don't think you said you had an upcoming preparation date yet but will you soon well we don't have it we have a few um smaller meal packing events that companies are hosting they're not community um i guess they already have their volunteers is what i'm trying to say so we don't have anything like that quite yet but we will definitely keep you posted thank you for having us and we hope that we can come back on your show in december and tell you guys that we over exceeded a million meals this year with the help of the middle tennesseans and again that goal one million meals by the end of the year and right now what number are you at um, right now we're a little over 70,000, but we have a few um, meal packing events on the books. We're really close to 100,000 with those events as well. Cool. Again, Aaron and Emily Cox with us this morning. Uh, thank you for joining us. And again, keep us up to date for sure. Thank you for having us. Time right now, 8.52. We'll take a look at the weather and local news in just a minute. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This is Jason with Tire World. Our annual at-cost tire sale is here. Now through Saturday, Tire World will sell all tire brands with no markup, 20% off installation, and give up to $100 on select manufacturer rebates. So, quick recap. No markup on tires, installation discounted, and money back on brands like Michelin, Continental, and more. This sale only happens twice a year, so don't miss out and call us today. Tire World, we keep your family rolling. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. 452nd Bomb Group, right before Thanksgiving. I flew my first mission. Well, it was noisy and bumpy, and uh, I was scared to death. Everybody's scared. 
Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. When we got back, the ground crew, which looked after just our B-17 plane, one of the maintenance men came in. The radio man sits in a little space with a desk and all the radio equipment in the middle of the plane. And you have a window on your left. And he came in and looked around. He said, well, that hole wasn't there when you took off. We would have fixed that. I didn't remember it, but we had been hit by a fighter. But I didn't know it. There's so much noise and so much activity, you know, that didn't hear it. From that time on, I was a little wiser. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. The name of the plane was Lamb's Wolves. Our pilot, until our last mission, our pilot was a fellow named Lamb, and so we named the plane Lamb's Wolves. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know, and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. John Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Again, you can find this morning's podcast, this morning's show, on our website, WGNSRadio.com. Click on the podcast section, then find the action line. There you'll see today's program. Well, keeping you informed with the weather is what we're doing throughout the day today. The high today at 66 degrees. Showers will continue up until 11 o'clock. Then more rain on the way with thunderstorms added into the mix between 11 a.m. and noon. Then more rain in the afternoon, high near 66 again. Winds between 10 and 15 miles per hour throughout the day, with wind gusts as high as 35 miles per hour later this afternoon. And we're going to see new rainfall amounts between a quarter and a half an inch. Both possible today could be between a quarter and a half inch of rain throughout the day today. And keep in mind, the National Weather Service does say there is a hazardous weather outlook for middle Tennessee that does include the risk for severe thunderstorms all across the area into the late afternoon and early evening hours. Some thunderstorms could be severe later on today all throughout the area. Some could bring with them the possibility of damaging winds, hail, and even a tornado or two. Uh, both possible later this afternoon. We will definitely keep you up to date on all of that information right here on WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. We have local news coming your way right now. And in the news, we have an update for you on that 15 foot by 25 foot American flag. The one that was stolen from the outside of Steered Straight Thrift Store in Murfreesboro on the morning of March 7th. While the flag has not been recovered, Darla DeLeon with Steered Straight says that the subject who is believed to have taken that flag looked directly into their security camera. He actually looked right into the camera. The flag had personal meaning to the DeLeon family. Darla said when her husband Michael, a U.S. Navy veteran, first moved their business into the new building 
at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, he stated this. He's like, I am getting the biggest flag that can hold that on that flagpole to put up there because I believe in my country so much. Now, after the community learned about that American flag being stolen from the front of Steered Straight Thrift Store, they received phone calls, emails, letters, and some even sent them a new American flag. But one of the most touching events involved was the VFW installing new flags. Put three flags up there, one American flag, one POWMIA flag, and another flag, and they've adopted our flagpole, actually. Now, as for the subject who took the flag, Darla said that if he is in need of help, they would welcome him back. If that person were to come back into our store and need stuff, they would still get it. They would still get their clothes and their shoes. You know, I've been there. My husband and I are both in recovery. We've been there. We understand. An American flag, massive American flag, taken from the front of Steered Straight Thrift Store. Well, that accident yesterday on I-24 right there at the Rutherford-Davidson County line involved a tanker truck hauling fuel. Paramedics were on the scene and miraculously nobody had to be transported to the hospital. But it took hours and hours to clear the scene. In fact, the interstates didn't fully reopen until around 7 o'clock last night. But again, all clear right now. Time right now is 8.59. This is Jason with Tire World. Our annual at-cost tire sale is here. Now through Saturday, Tire World will sell all tire brands with no markup, 20% off installation, and give up to $100 on select manufacturer rebates. So, quick recap. No markup on tires, installation discounted, and money back on brands like Michelin, Continental, and more. This sale only happens twice a year, so don't miss out and call us today. At Tire World. I'm Storm 5 meteorologist Bree Smith. You want to hear what my favorite weather sounds like? Calm. But calm doesn't always happen in Murfreesboro, does it? Murfreesboro and Rutherford County have seen more than their fair share of severe weather. So when storms roll in, I want you to be ready to feel safe. Let the Storm 5 weather team protect you and your family. Murfreesboro, you're always on our radar.